Martin Luther King means everything to me. And the reason I say that is because he paved the way for every entrepreneur, every black man that gives dignity. He gave us a sense of pride, a sense of hope, and he, he also calls us to be very powerful. And so for me, Martin Luther King, this is day. And I want to represent Martin Luther King in a special way. My first honor, my family, honor my wife, my children. And I want to be able to uphold what he paved. I want to be able to uphold what Martin Luther King gave us. He gave us power to become whatever we want to be. And that's business. Any business, any entrepreneur right now, any black man that walks with dignity and pride have to have the foundation of what Martin Luther King did for us. And being that Atlanta is like the biggest city, entrepreneurial city in the United States, he gave so many opportunities, so many opportunities, not just for business, right, but civil rights. You know, civil rights, the movement, like this is, he gave you, he gave you that, that foundation of believing in yourself, right? He gave you the foundation for standing up and, and speaking about what's right, not just settling, right? And so Martin Luther King, for me right now today, is my heart. When I think of Dr. King, I think about uh, a quote that resonates with me. Being an educator, uh, Dr. King states that, you know, the true form of education is to uh, is to get one to think about intelligence and to think critically. And that's the true character of education. And so when I think about how that coincides with entrepreneurship, I think about the importance of service. And all entrepreneurs think first about service. They think about the clientele. And then when you think about education, it's the, it's the merger of ideas. And when those come together, that's the birthplace of innovation. And so I think that he will be sitting up uh, in his seat as a 93-year-old man saying, look at these young black brothers doing the things that I wished I could do in 1963 or 1954, but I had to, had to create a way for them to have the things that they have today. And so I'm just proud to have the shoulders of someone like him to stand on, to be uh, a baton in this race to, uh, to pass to someone else. And I look forward to celebrating him, not only today, but another 364. Bless you, my brother. Martin Luther King Day means a great deal to me. It's a day really that, that really represents uh, more than just what the natural eye can see. It represents a day of liberty, of freedom, of justice, and just represents a day of togetherness. It's, it's really admirable that a man of his stature has done so much in America to really deserve a day and a time to be set aside, to be recognized. Although we recognize it now, the things that he done goes far beyond January, goes far beyond you know the time that has been set to celebrate him. He's created levels of liberty for people that he never got a chance to see. And because he believed in it so much, he put his heart into it. He even gave his life for it. And with giving his life for it, he gave opportunity for people like you and me to just have opportunities to be an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur represents freedom and liberty and boundlessness without boundaries, right? And so it gives us opportunity to walk in the same thing that Dr. King seen before, he, before we ever even came into existence. So because Dr. King gave those opportunities for us, this is the time to celebrate him, to acknowledge him, to honor him. But most importantly, get up and do something and live in the life of freedom that he desired for you to have.
Hush fix on the beats. Deeper. Yeah. If you survive and you see through the pain, it gets deeper. Takes one moment to change. You might be hurting, but you still ain't helpless. And the revelation carries way more than the message. It's Deep more up to that lineup. It's the mind behind sun. Over your mind, you realize. Yeah, you're awesome. you might be hurting, but you're not helpless. But you're not helpless. Even in the cut. Help is on the way. Yeah. Peace is nice. Please is like Chinese daggers on peas and rice. Righteous. You see my sight whenever We are back here at Deeper Than a Cut podcast. And we are ready and prepared for a great show for you today. Today, we're going to be talking about the entrepreneur from an educator's standpoint. So we're going to be talking about the educated entrepreneur. Y'all, it's something that you can do when you got your degree. This is the podcast that's going to be very insightful and helpful to the entrepreneur. And I'm one of your hosts in Smitty and my co-host. Mr. Halftime. Halftime, everybody. And we have a very special guest today. And we could not talk about education and not bring in this man here. We have a person that's more than qualified that has walked up and down, not just the halls of education, right. but the but the staff. He's been in every position you can think of in the entrepreneur and education standpoint. And we we want to welcome Kwame Simmons. To our show on today. What's man. up, man? Appreciate you, man. boys, man. Yeah. He is an educator extraordinaire. I'm talking about second to none, and I'm I'm honored to have him. We're honored to have him on the Deeper Than the Podcast today. So before we get started and get into this conversation of who Kwame Simmons is, how was y'all weekend, man? What did y'all do, man? I can tell you right now, man. I won, man. <laughs> I got a I got a nap in, T. Oh, hey. I got a nap oh in, yeah, man. you won. Killed the game, man. Time. I got a got a nap yeah. in, man. You get get forty plus, man. Get a get a get a nap in. It's game time. <laughs> you won, bro. Ain't halftime. It's game time. And now we grown. Hey, man. It's crazy as you get older, man. You start getting excited about naps. You get right. excited about having a chance to take a break. I gotta tell y'all real quick, man. I, I, I I came home from church yesterday, man, and y'all know me, and we normally driving the women, our wives everywhere, right? We we normally driving. Yesterday, right. I was so tired at the church, man. <laughs> I turned to my wife. I said, baby, you got to drive today. She looked at me like. Instant, instant instant B. You already she, 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 <laughs> just left the house of the Lord. Sparked the B. Hey, within minutes. What's crazy is she was cool with it. Well, that's the crazy thing. She was cool with it. So she Ooh. know that if I asked her to do it on normal occasions, she'd be like, me drive, yeah. but this time she knew I was tired, so she was like, "Baby, I got you." And she drove on home. She My drove on to the crib. Get behind that wheel. I had to get that nap. Sis for that. I, I'm gonna tell her talk to her other sister. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they need to have a wife convention. A wife talk convention. About, yeah. how, how many times a month? Like a, a quota a month? How many times Whoa. they drive? Oh man, <laughs> that's, hey, that's big. Hey man, that's crazy. It's crazy. We don't even on here even talking about naps, but that's part of being. A, that's Bro. part of. That's part of getting the wins as you get a certain age, man. You, you get excited you. about it. Get your it. crown, man. Get your crown. Before, all right, y'all. We're about to get ready to get into the show. But before we get into the show, we want to hear from our sponsors.
Marcel Brown. I'm Tarmel Daniel. Oh, wait, wait. No, I'm Tarmel Daniel. I'm Marcel Brown. And we are Democrats. I was going to say fresh. We fresh. We are fresh. Right. What is what it fresh is. Fresh to death. <laughs> so the Democrat Society, um, it's a society for like-minded individuals yep. and multimedia and kingdom. It's where multimedia tech meets the kingdom, you dig? Yep. Believers. Mm -hmm. And if you want to join and take the pledge with us, yep. hit up the website at, what's the website? Biblocrats.com. Biblocrats.com. All right. So. If you serve in the ministry and you want to collaborate with other people that serve in the ministry, this is the place for you. If you're not and you're thinking about serving in ministry and you want to grow your skill set, this is the place for you. Yes, sir. Go to biblicrats.com and sign up today. Because he said so. Peace. We are back here at Deeper Than a Cut once again with our special guest and the person of Kwame yes, Simmons Sr. I'm excited. The educator extraordinaire. I'm telling you, I'm excited to have Hi. this man on today. <laughs> he, he, he has so much that he is doing. Uh, it's just amazing to just know him as a person, but to also know him as a businessman and to watch his 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 qualifications just come to life and just you see him grow and see him being put in a position of being successful, a guy that you can sit back and admire and watch and just see um, him from several different instances, from a husband to a father, sure. to a leader, you know, to an educator, you know, all these things that come in the line and it helps, you know, yeah. you to see that it's, it's doable. It's not something that you just uh, can just admire, but you can also be a part of, right? 100%. And, and, and there are so many things that Kwame is a part of and things he's done through foundations and, you know, just helping students and being a part of change for the future, especially right here. And this guy is right here from the city of Detroit. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's Detroit bread. And, and, and I'm going to tell you, I, I'd have been all across this world. And some of the best people I've met in this world come right here from this city of Detroit. That's right. Sir. Detroit is real. Detroit is real. And, and the, the various things that he does, um, I could be all day from getting awards on BT. I mean, on BT, he's done so much. He's he's been recognized in so many ways. Yes. But instead of me trying to explain who he is, I want to give Kwame Simmons Senior opportunity just to explain to our listeners who is Kwame Simmons Senior. Who 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 do you uh, view yourself as, and how do you put yourself out there? I appreciate it, man. So once again, I just <clears throat> again, you know, I talk to you guys off, you know, offline, and and just you know, credit you guys so much for the work that you do as as pillars in the community. Like, you know, when we go, you know, at the barbershop, you know, at Executive Cuts, it's not just a haircut. It's an experience yes, that you yeah. guys, uh, that you create. 
and and it's unlike any other. And I just got to tell you a story, T. I, I tell D, you know, all the time. I say, you know, I used, when I was young, you, you don't really know what you don't know. So I was in the, you know, I started becoming a teenager, you know, in my twenties, and I would go get a cut. Guys got, you know. Rottweilers in the back, <laughs> you know, you know, it, it's weed smoke oh, all in the air. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. And it's just like, you know, but I had a daughter, right. you know, at the time. Right. Like, man, I can't, oh. I can't bring my baby in here with this. I'm no, like, no. you know, I, I grew up on Dexter, man. So, yeah. you know, any minute, you know, you got your head on a swivel. <laughs> That's right. And so I said to him, I said, man, you know, executive cuts is a, it's grown man business. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so to be in there, come on. It's, it's an environment where any walk of life can come in, you're going to be respected and, and y'all demand respect back. Sure. Yeah. Right. And so, so that's just something I appreciate and to see the evolution, what you guys wow. are doing now, man. It's, Salute it's, you, man. For yeah, real. It's huge, bro. It's huge. Thank you. For that. <laughs> so, so for me, just to be able to, uh, to be here and support you guys, man, it's, it's a no brainer for me. We're, we're going to get that done. Yes, sir. And so, so simply for me, I just see myself as a, as a servant leader. You know, I'm the fourth of, of five boys, so I came into the world fighting for a spot. You know, I, I had to get the heel of the bread yeah. growing up, bro. You know oh, what I'm saying? I sat, oh, in, I sat in the middle, Ooh. you know what I'm saying, in, in, the, in the car, bro. So it was like, <laughs> you know, I, it, was, it was a scrap for me from, from the time I came out. Yeah. So... Um, you said heel of the bread. That, that, took, back, bread. that took me back. That's the part man. I throw away. I throw that part away. <laughs> to this day. Because <laughs> this of that, day. bro. That's yeah, to this day. Yeah, man. And so, you know, that's something that's that's always stuck with me is, is wow. a uh, a grind to push, you know. And so not to look at your stature, your position as an excuse to not be successful. And so, and so being a servant leader, I, I couldn't bully my way through my older brothers. I was, I was too little. Sure. So I had to think about you know, a path forward where I could get, where I could be successful. And so I think one of the things that I learned as I became an educator is how to negotiate. So that's what I was able to do. So my older brothers, when they became teenagers, I was still young, younger than them. They would, you know, they want to go out. They trying to go on dates and things like that. So I was like, Hey man, I like, you can ready to leave, but your chores not done. Because, <laughs> right, right, right. You know, right. You know, this 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 back when we had the box, right? So you could do the video box. Right, right. I was like, man, oh, I wanna man. I, I, I wanna see That's three five seven, man. They don't I wanna see three five seven. <laughs> they don't know yeah, nothing I'm, about I'm that. trying to see three five seven show up Let's on the go. screen, man. I said, yes, look, sir. man, I want to dedicate something from you know from one of the one of the uh slow songs to somebody, man. So let me get a couple dollars. I do them chores for you. Let's and so go. that was just something as I got older, I just I just translated into uh into the work that I do and wow. then I always have worked in schools that um, that people what we call them turnaround schools. These are schools that's high poverty, high crime, yeah. um, uh, high populations of students with disabilities. And so uh, people always say these are like, you know, failure factories or schools that, you know, terrible schools. You should never be in a place like yeah. that. Yeah. But the reality is they still open. Yeah. Right. That's right. right. Like, what Come you mean on. you should never be there? So I always looked at the glass half full. So whether I was here in Detroit, whether I was in St. Louis or D.C., I gravitated to the areas where those schools struggled the most and said, how can I take my talents to those places yeah. and make those make those places better so that they see the glass half full, too? Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, so that's really in, the, in in a nutshell, man, my approach then and now. That's big. Yeah. That's big. That's what's up, halftime. That's you got it. something for him? Man, I do, man. I'm sitting, I don't know which way to go, but being <laughs> I know my brother, man, and just one more time, I appreciate everything you're doing for the classroom, for the for the staff, from the students to the superintendents, you know, because 
teaching is you have to be a person that care. You have to care enough to, to put yourself, you know, in the forefront and lead by example. Yeah. And so many times we see in our, in our educational world right now, I mean, to be honest, man, our kids, their education is being compromised. Yeah. Right. And just the things that you're doing, that extra care, what it takes to be that leader in the classroom. Man, I salute you for that. Yeah, for I appreciate real. that, bro. Well, man, I, I, I just, I be, but because of you have so many hats, we might have to have a part two to this. To this, I got so many questions for you, man. You just do so much. No, seriously, you do so much, and it's appreciated. But what, like, what caused that? Like at that point where you said enough is enough for the, for our, our learners, right? Yeah. What what was that shift like to say I got to take this act on the road? So I think it's I think it starts, uh, you know, like like the podcast says, it, it it's deeper than the cut and it's yes. deeper than a lesson. Come on. Deeper than a lesson plan. And so, you know, when I thought about coming on the show, I, I said, like, well, how would I reflect on those steps? Like, yeah. you know, what what was it about the process? And for me, it's fertilizing an entrepreneur. Wow. So what do I mean by that? I like so that. fertilizing an entrepreneur is like if we all look back upon our journey before we even called ourselves entrepreneurs, somebody was feeding us. Mm-hmm. Somebody was pouring into us mm-hmm. certain things like what? So, so it was a, a mentorship. What kinds of things they were talking to you about drive, yeah. get up and sure. take out the, take yeah. out the trash. Like Absolutely. my grandmother, I remember one of my earliest memories. I had to cut the grass, and so in my mind, I'm thinking I used to see the guys out there yanking and yanking. I said, "Oh, yes. I get to pull on a lawnmower for the yes. first time." Yeah. She yeah. said, "Oh, baby, you thought that was yours? That's not yours. Yours is over here." So she pointed to the garage. I said, "I never seen one in there, <laughs> Bruh. I go to the garage. It's the push more, bro. Yeah. With, oh, the, with the, the blades, blade. the blade, with the wheels, it get rusted too. You get tight." If you tight, got, don't you gotta go. start from halfway down the block. <laughs> you gotta, get you gotta run with it. You gotta run with it. I was so hurt, bro. I did that that oh, Denzel chair was coming down, bro. Like I'm like, man, I thought I was gonna cut the grass. Yeah, I remember. Like, bro, oh, yeah, yeah. Bro. I remember you go, that. You go, but that, it taught you something. It, it did, bro. One respect because wow. I knew better than to say something back. Yeah, right. That was one. And then two, she actually did give a nugget. She's like, hey, look, you do this and you can have the bottles. Sure. So that's when I learned early. We used to have the Fago bottles back then, the big thick boy that oh, don't yeah, bust. Gla- yeah. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the kids Absolutely. don't know. They got the little plastic boy. The glass, you nah. drop them all day. Oh, yeah, it was better <laughs> back then. Like a truck. Like that's right. Oh. <laughs> but you can only take about five back at a time. The boy's heavy and, and they make a noise. They make a noise. <laughs> Everybody know you coming. They make a noise. Yes, sir. But you know, but so I learned then, man. So it's like I think about like drive. You know, talking about self reliance, like being able to say, "Look, man, if you want to go to the store, bro, cut the grass. Like it's it's up to you. Like get that done." And that also created willpower. Like for me to think about like things to do. You know, and and some integrity. Yeah. Like man, like I earned that. That's right. I didn't take it from nobody. I earned it myself. I did that, and then it started making me think. I'm like, who else need to get that grass mm, yeah. cut? That's right. Bro, I'm like seven, oh. eight. As oh, long man. as I stayed on this side of the street, because I couldn't cross the street. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> stayed on this side of the street. I could see Miss Hill. Yeah. I could see, you know, yes. some of the ladies. I get that stuff done. I'm like, man, I went for five to ten bottles. Yeah. Bro, we had penny candy back then, so you was on. You trade oh, candy. Man. You get, oh, you like, get like, all the way like, in like, like, You want some jingles, man? <laughs> Put some great boys in your oh, pocket. That boy's man, so so good. Oh, we taking us back down memory lane, baby. Yes, man. Oh, hey, my God. Kwame, so what you're saying is, is that this helped, and, and I love it because entrepreneurship is birthed out of literally um who you are, yeah. which, how you grew up, right? Yep. If you've given been given everything, 
you feel like that's how life is going to continue to go, right? Yes. But when you got to get up and earn it and put your time in, your yeah. energies, your efforts, and you have to uh, put that in in order to produce what you have, it does birth within you the opportunity to do whatever you want. If I want it, I can go and get it yeah. done. And so in the education, um, how would you say that you can parlay or bring about the entrepreneurship side out of education? Because we know you go into school and you get your education. It's normal to go get a job at a school. You know, you become part of a staff and, you know, you you work, teach the students. You're almost on the same schedule they're on. You're yeah. almost like a student. Uh -huh. But how do you parlay that into entrepreneurship from yeah. the standpoint of just being an educator? So I think, it's a, I think it's a good point, D. I think, you know, you know, it starts at that first stage of that, that fertilizing the educator. But I think it is the step two. Like, so before you can actually get there, it's what I call ideating an entrepreneur. And so ideation is birthed because it's a process around generating ideas. Right. So one of the things about this and the design thinking process is something that comes from Stanford University. What they do is they take you through a process and get you to think differently about something sure so for example you know when we were younger you used to have a toothbrush right mm -hmm. toothbrush that if the uh, toothpaste get on it starts slipping out of your hands yes see if you notice not all the toothbrushes now have like this little silicone Rip. grip yep. on that comes from the design thinking process yeah sure. right um if you think when you were really younger we used to have wallets the wallets just was like an open Yep. The little centerpiece, it yep. was over. Yep. Now you got the different slits yeah. for, for the credit card Cards. or coins, yeah. all of those things. Also something that comes from the design thinking process out of Stanford. Right. Yeah. So the, but the key part, though, of the step is ideation because you take ideas that you have. And this is what I like about, you know, being with you guys at the shop. We don't tear each other ideas down. That's right. We build on Absolutely those ideas. Not. Right. Sure. We build on those ideas. Say, oh, you thought about this. Oh, what about this? This person is over here. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, this thing is over here. So somebody throw out, say, I'm about to get a house. Say, oh, I just got one last week. Don't this use my guy. Do. Yeah, that's yes, it. Sir. But I got There's a resources. guy. Right. Right. You know, I tell you guys, y'all connect me with a guy. You know, big shout out. We're going to go on and give him a shot now. Uh, Charles Thompson, you know, helps out with insurance. Yeah. Man, yeah. My insurance is through the roof. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Brother Absolutely. came in, helped out. He said, oh, no, nah, man, I got you. Got yes. me together right away. And so what we do is build a culture of brotherhood. Absolutely. Where we build on each other's ideas. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that's uh, that's crucial. It's taking the ideation and getting there. And the next one is becoming an entrepreneur. You got to get out there and do it. Yeah. And yeah. so and the thing about this is that to me, this like the, the crossroad. You got to try something and you're not your idea isn't big enough if you don't have enough haters. Come on now. Oh, the, about that, to move you know what I'm right saying? Here. The Let's idea go. ain't big enough if you don't yes, have sir. enough haters. Come right? on. I, I can't imagine what y'all. Her Ooh, deep man. in the cut. You a you a, you a barber. Man. How you gonna how you gonna how you yeah. gonna do this? Bro, I remember yes. the very day. I remember the very day D said to me, he said, bro, I'm a, my schedule's about to change. I'm getting ready to take a take a step and become a, a master. Bro, I said, What? Right? <laughs> what? He said, Yeah, man, I'm about to do, you know, steps, steps I gotta yeah. take. I gotta, I gotta do this, I gotta yes. put this many hours in. I said, bro, when you open what you need. Yeah. Because he's saying That's to exactly. myself, I'm taking the next step to exactly. my greatness. I 100. saw a vision. Come on. I'm trying to go to another place. I said, What? Yeah. <laughs> like, what we doing, help? bro? Yeah, That's yes. like, like what, what can we do? Big, Came man. up there to visit. I want to see where the brother yeah. is. Yeah. Like, you know, Come is he on. straight? I realized, like, oh, that boy in my hood. Yeah. So he don't even know. I done already sent some goons up there, like, look, this is car. Like, no, <laughs> well, well, no, well, no smoke with his stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but that's looking out for each other, man. Absolutely. And so sure. I think you got to get out there and be willing to do it, right? Sure. Like how his, how his schedule changed and yeah. all of those, but not even bigger. 
You know what I'm saying? And I'm seeing the same thing out of UT. So I feel like, you know, my first opportunity, bro, this is like 2000. I'm teaching. This was 2002. Wow. Man, I started selling. <laughs> man, I was selling Valentine's Day gift baskets, bro, on Grand River and Southfield Freeway. <laughs> In the middle wow. of the street, bro. I took a day off of, off of work. Yeah, wow. sell the baskets, bro. They were like, "Man, you was teacher, man. You went to school, you did all that." But I had a vision, bro. I was ideating. I was yeah. thinking about different streams of income. Come on, right? how can how Talk. can we build that? Right? Talk. How can we get there? And so, that's not the same thing. But the grind was. Yeah, yeah. Right. The same thing. How you gonna take time away? Come right? on, the entrepreneur. We twenty four seven, bro. That's right. Idea pop don't up. Stop. It's action. It don't stop. So I think the last part to your point, D, is what started it for me was once you once I started thinking like that, it was about connections and making uh, making connections for kids and then experiences, because I believe you can only see as far as your experience. Yeah. And so when you grow up in the hood, you think about like why so many young boys want to be involved in sports because that's what we saw. We saw people at the park. We saw people at the rec centers and things like that. But so I said, well, I want kids to see Paris, right? Yeah. You're going to learn French. I want you to see Paris. So yeah. I took kids in 2004 mm -hmm. to Paris and we stayed for a week and they like, you know, got a passport, yeah. you know, like that their mind was just exploded because the experience now took them to another place. That's huge. Man. And so I think that's the, that's the biggest thing. And I think the last stage that I, I really want to dig into is this, the different streams of income and how those translate into wealth building. So like, yeah. for me, my goal is when I, when it's time for God to say, look, bro, you, you did all you can. It's time. It's time to come see Ran me. your race. Yeah, that, you, you good. <laughs> right. It's over with. But I'm prayerful that by the time that happens financially and in my portfolio shows my grandkids are good. Yeah. And I don't care how many kids my yeah. how many grandkids my kids have. Yeah. Sure. It don't matter. Don't matter. Right. I want it to be of such where they are good. Even yeah. inheritance. So, yeah. And so that and so what it did for me, D, was said a job is a vehicle to the wealth. Yeah. And so now, how do you utilize the job That's as an opportunity to Teach really us. develop skills, skills. Come on. That, that multiple people want to purchase from you? That's right. Yes, sir. And so, and so that's that's what it was for me. I said, I said, look, and one of my best mentors told me, he said, look, man, don't worry about what somebody else is doing. Dominate your position. We dominate at your language. level. Come you on, man. Like people, I used to tell people all the time, they're like, oh, you know, you're not doing this as a principal. I said, it's interesting you asking me that because you you uh interviewed to be the the teacher right but it sounded like you you wanted to do my job so you maybe you should quit and then apply for my job right <laughs> but if that's not what you're gonna do i think you might you might want to about face right Stay taking on nobody here that's Stay right. in your lane yeah for sure i said because you're about to open up a can of me looking at all this time you got to worry about what i'm doing yes let's see what you're doing you're yeah. slipping yeah right but so i think that's that's really how it you know developed for me is like how do we how do we get to a place of, of like reflecting on the people who poured into us? How you get to a place of thinking about all the ideas you have and keep those ideas up and only how those ideas can, can work for you and then get out there and start doing something. Absolutely. Like that's yes. my biggest push. Don't talk about it. Go do, I don't care if you fail. The biggest lessons is when we fail. That's, that's real. right. Then biggest. The, biggest, the, the biggest lesson. Yes. And so I think that's something also that we don't do enough of is talk about, what those failures are we kind of hide those get a little embarrassed but people who are real entrepreneurs know what time it is yes like bro i probably fail three four times a week somebody what? telling me no what? i'm not gonna do it 
We're gonna send the yes. check. Don't send the check. Yes. Like, you know. Yes. It's, 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 it's always come on. It's always. But something. you can't stop. That's the main. You gotta thing. keep going. Stopping in the option. Before we get have time to go in, uh, into the next question, I love that stay in your lane because Shaq didn't try and do what Ray Allen did. He dominated in the post, right? That's right. And, and, and Ray Allen dominated behind that three-point line. Yes, and so everybody has a lane to walk in. Absolutely. And as long as you work your lane, man, you'll be successful. You don't know Ray Allen as being dominant in the post. You know him being dominant at three-point line. That's right. That's right. And, and because he worked his lane and worked his gift, he was able to be successful at it. Right. Same way with Shaq. So everybody, you stay in your lane, you stay in your position, and dominate that place, yes. you'll be remembered. That's right. Go ahead. So, time. so my my thing is, I I agree. I was sitting here listening to you, and one of the things I deal with at the school, at the school, with, at at the uh, institution, yeah. the barbering institution, one of the things I support is those fail, those failures on those haircuts, those yeah. fail, those those processes that's not really shining like the students would love for those haircuts to shine. It's like I tell you, the biggest moment in this process is just believing in yourself, accept where you are. Yeah. And keep digging, keep grinding, right? So, so one one thing that I like to do, I like to I like to support them in a way where, like, when you fail and you mess up, we still gonna celebrate it because you even in that failure, you learned something. Yes. You know what I mean? You learned something, and those are the big, those are the students that I love to help the most. Is the ones that appreciate where they are and they they get up and they try it again. Like you get more help out of me from failing and, and keep trying than a person that failed and give up and quit. That's right. Right. So Warren Buffett, all he says, say it's a report. Warren Buffett, he say he won't even help you unless you fail multiple times. Yeah. It's wow. a it's it's a benefit in failing. Yeah. Right. You know what That's I mean? Right. Like when you fail, you learn you learn what to do the next time. There's a there's an experience. There's a process to being great. There's a process of being labeled as the greatest. There's a process of being successful. And you're never going to get it right on the first time. But however, you only have to get it right one time. Right. You know what I mean? You only got to get it right once. When you get it right, that 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 one moment where you have like, I done failed 15 million times, but I got it now. Yeah. That's that's huge, right? So, yeah. like for me, after learning about the teacher, like for what's what's next in the future for our learners as 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 sim is advantage. Like, what can you give me, my family, my children? To look forward to in the future in a pandemic like after so so much has been happening the shift has happened uh school systems breaking down teachers don't want to work it's just so much going on in our classroom far as in your business like what what is it what does the future hold for my children so i i would say i think the biggest thing right now t is uh, uh we're spending a lot more time uh, pushing organizations schools and, and foundations that want to uh, work with schools on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Sure. And so we look in, we're looking at um, what we can do to get people to see where there are gaps in what they do. Um, because what I like to say to people is that either your organization is racist or it's anti-racist. It's no in between. And you actively support one of the two positions. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What do you mean when That's you say- right there. Racist or anti-racist? What is it that you mean when you say that? Then I'll let you get back to your point. Absolutely. So it, it's such a startling thing to hear, right, that our country is founded on all white men making all decisions. And so when all white men have made all decisions for over 150 years, so it wasn't until 1867, so we, we get independence in 1776, 4th of July, 18. 1869, just over 100, uh, 100 years, you get 
the Civil War Amendment. So 65, Civil War happens, you end slavery. Sure. No more slaves. 67, you grant them citizenship. Yeah. 69, black men get the right to vote. Women don't even get the right, right to vote. Not even white women. That's not until 1920, 51 years later, right? So that white men actually felt that black men should be able to vote before their own mother, right? And so what I'm saying is <clears throat> the institutions that live in our country, so public education was already happening, yes, right? And so the institutions that live in our country were started by white men, right? Run by white men. And so in order for us to, to, to integrate, right, we got to evaluate the privileged mindset of white men. Good, so man. your organization is either racist yes, or sir. it's anti-racist, right. right? And so you gotta you gotta pick a side, yeah. because if you don't, then I guarantee you the side that you are defaulting to is racist, yeah. right? That's the reason By why. Default. Yeah, that's the reason why you see so many young black and brown boys being kicked out of school. Yeah, right. And so one of the things I said, I ask you guys, how many teachers do you feel actually impacted you in your life? K-12 from Detroit public schools all the way to time you graduate. How many teachers you feel? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> maybe. Maybe one. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm close to that. Right. Two, maybe. Yeah. And so, yeah. so I, and so as an educator, maybe. right, that, that is, that is a significant uh, default to, to me as an educator. Yeah. Right. Because on average, and this is what parents don't know. On average, from K from kindergarten to 12th grade, you have anywhere from 75 to 120 teachers. And so for you guys to say, one, we're talking like that is the biggest failure of a grade. Come on. Right. The biggest failure of a grade. And then what's even worse, because we're talking about entrepreneurship and, and wealth building, the investment that you make in terms of your taxes, if you send it to private school in terms yeah. of doubling up, yeah. you're still paying the taxes yes, and you're sending them. And so we all had younger kids and we, we had summer camps, we had, sure. you know, daycares, you still paying extra for that. Yes. Your investment on that is anywhere between 90,000 and 150,000 wow. kindergarten through 12th grade. Man. Wow. Right. And so when people don't, when pe people don't realize how much you're paying and putting in. Sure. And so for me, that's why I push this diversity, equity, and inclusion, because we got to look at systems that are creating failure factories. So black and brown boys get put out of school at three times the rate. White male students get put out. They then get identified for special education at five times the rate of students, of, of, of white male students. And then 75% of the male population in prison that's, that's black and Hispanic had an IEP. That means they were they were identified for special ed. That's what we call the school to prison pipeline. And so you have to wow. you have That's to heavy. make you got to make the decision to then say we're going to be anti-racist, because when you do that, you start investigating every policy, every practice that you have That's in right. your organization to be accepting. True. And so, you know, what do the grades look like? How do we do uh, attendance? We got we got schools, you know, yes. that, that have been around like the Michigan State Police just came out of a report and said that they they stopped uh, black people three times the rate that they did white people in 2021. Wow. The Michigan wow. State Police said so wow. we got something to investigate. No, you don't. The investigation is are you racist or anti racist? racist. That's right. <laughs> that's it. Go back to that. That's, that's real. They go back to that. Answer the question. For sure. Yeah. That's real. For sure. And, and I can hear the passion in your voice man. about it, man. Because um, growing up in inside of the uh, DPS, Detroit Public School System, it does put 
a passion in you and, and, and a grind in you and a thought process in you um, if you allow it to, right? And so I, I heard one of your quotes one time when you received the award at the BET um, Honors. Uh, I believe he was the first recipient mm-hmm. of the award in 2015 for um, leadership in the community. And um, one of your quotes will say that you, you relish the opportunity to work with uh, kids that have been dismissed or disregarded um, from the standpoint of being like cast aside. And I can kind of understand your passion when I hear it in your voice. Um, and, and it helps me to understand, but why is it, is it so important? Why, why do you think that um, working with students outside of the, the clock that the school allows you to, We've seen you bring boys up to the barbershop and yes, sir. teaching and showing and working with different foundations to try and see what you can do to be, you know, saying that difference maker in the mindset of our youth. Uh, what's the push and the drive behind it? Uh, besides just we knowing that it's our future, but it, it feels like it's more to it for you. Yeah, I would say I think it's serving leadership. And so, like, that's what I, I live with that there were so many people who poured into me along my journey. When I think about when I had a crossroad, there was always someone there to recharge my battery and say, look, okay, yeah, you got a, you know, a tough time. So let's keep going. Right. Not, yeah. You said you wanted to do this. You didn't say you wanted to do it until it got hard. You said right. you wanted right. to do it till the end. Right. That's, right. That's right. the mind of entrepreneur. That's yeah. Right. You got, Independent. Right. So like, nah, it's hard. Keep going. Let's go. Right. Tell me you quit. Keep going. Right. Say it out loud. You say you quit. Say it out loud. I want you to look me in the face and <laughs> say, say it with quit. your chest. <laughs> say it with your chest. Right. And anybody know me, you activate me by saying what I can't do. Right. That's right. And so I think uh, wow. for me, D, it's a it's a commitment because I grew up. My family is a family of activists. You know, in Detroit, my great uh, my grandfather Charles LeBron Simmons uh, helped to start the Sanitation Union for Detroit. Okay. Uh, and so, uh, growing up under him. I was able to uh, to hear and watch people come to the house and ask for advice from him. And then my dad growing up, uh, always an activist, you know, in Highland Park and in Detroit. And so I grew up watching people stand up and stand in the gap for others. Right. And so then when I became a uh, when I became a teacher, it was the same thing. Yeah. It was like I'm working with students who I see don't have i'm you know walking them home or making sure they have a safe passage to school and see that you know water might be cut off or certain things like how do we figure this out right Right. you know when you six seven eight years old you didn't put yourself in that situation that's right and so as adults we got to wrap our arms around without judgment to somebody else's situation because you know i've I've been in situations man when my bank account was negative oh man you know too many times too many times but because i try to live a life where i look out for people sure you know People like, look, not you. Oh, huh, man, don't you, right. you know, don't drop something off it. to me, man. No, 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 no. You straight. Right. right. And I so I think that's what really fuels me to, to do that work is to say that I know that there were people who looked out for me and I want right. to be that that kind of person and a and a and a reliable source for young people. You know, when they run into a situation where they need some advice or somebody they know they can count on, because too many times we just there's this notion that there aren't black men that are reliable. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You know, who, who right. don't stand tall in the community. Yeah. And I just don't, I just don't believe that. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all, man. And to put the work in, man, that's what's up. Yeah. I have time. What you got? 
Man, so many times at the school, again, working with over 120 students, man, at the institution, not even just at the institution, but just in life in general, being who I am, again, you have to care. And when you see so many young men that, that make a commitment to Michigan Barber School, young men and, and, young, and young ladies that commit, they don't really realize the grind it's going to take to complete 1,800 clock hours. Yes. You know, and because I've been there, like when it happens, like, the office don't even really understand what it means as an instructor, our, our job, like what we have to do to really stand in. It's like, it's been a lot of times, like, what's your cash app? You know, and they can't get to school, right? They don't have the necessary dollars to make it back and forth to school. They may live on the outskirts of the city. They can't get there. Car problems, things happen and within their families. And then so, so many times you find the students ready to quit and give up. But, but it's that leadership, it's, it's that motivation, right, that, that gives them that fire to help them believe in themselves and help them to get back up. And those are some of the best students we have today yes. at the school. They, we have, you have to teach them how to grind. You have to teach them how to stay the course no matter the cost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not, not to ignore your situation, right, but, but to recognize it and find that, that be that imperturbable person where you say, I'm not going to let anything agitate or frustrate me and derail me from accomplishing my goals. Yes. I think, T, what I hear you also saying that, that we haven't just explicitly stated is relationship building. Yes. So I think one of the things <laughs> that you big. guys do that, you know, that's, that's important in how you interact is you always speak to people and know them by name. That's yes, right. I'm a name Any, person. Anybody that come in the shop, everybody's speaking to them. Everybody's dapping each other up. Yes. You no. Know? And so even though D is my my barber, yes. I come down and dap you up. Yeah. Well, I'm absolutely. Coming down and dapping I'm, up for sure. You know, all the barbers. We talking to to everybody in the shop, and, and everybody speaks. That's a that's a tone that you guys have set. That's right. That's that I think is important, particularly again for black men around like there's there's so many. It's it's not enough places where we can always feel physically and psychologically safe, yeah, right? A place where you can go and say, look, I feel seen and heard when I'm in here. Yeah. That's right. I don't have to explain when you look like, bro, you look like you're tired, man. Just take it, right. go to the back, man. I know what that means. You take yeah. a break. You I know good. what that feel like. Take a you're break. Good. Or sure. it's nothing to see D pull somebody aside and just pray for him, bro. Yeah. They look like Absolutely. That's, it's, it's, a, it's a transformational experience to me that begins when you guys prioritize relationship building yeah and so that's something as an educator that i push like you cannot be an educator if you don't know the first and last names of all the kids that come you on teach. man i'm huge on that if, if you don't know their, their first and last names that means that what you're saying is i'm an educator to this point that's right to right? a number see, but see the great educators say i'm limitless that's yeah I'm, right so you can't on. put a cap on me that's right right i'm gonna don't cap me and so what and so that's the thing that's once you once you start building those relationships, because it's impossible for you to know what you just shared T in terms of the struggles that the different students are facing at the school. Man. If you're not taking time to listen to them. That's right. Right. Just open your ears and listen. Like, OK, I noticed that you said that this thing was happening. I see that this thing is building up. And so how can you use resources at the school? That's to right. Get yes. them in the gap and say, look, no, nah, man, we almost halfway there. Come yep. on. Keep, right? keep pushing. Yep. That's right. Let's, let's keep going. You might yes. you might take a pause, but we're not going to break. Yes. Like, right? like let's yeah. let's let's keep going. And that's yeah. the same conversation I have. Sure. I have with students as well. Like, look, we're gonna make it happen. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna get you there. Yeah. I, I think it's my duty. Yeah. It's my duty. Like I committed not only to Michigan Barber School, but the student. That's it. You make it your duty 
and you do whatever it takes to see that that student through. Oh, and a lot of times you do way more than the pay scale. <laughs> oh, if I add in every little bitty, every little bitty thing I do, you know what I mean, for the school, then we have to have a different type of uh, conversation. And see, but, I think that to me, that's the philanthropic side. Yeah. Of both you and D. Yeah. Right. Because because of the different streams of income that you guys have. You making it up somewhere else. Sure. See, right here, you feed, you fertilize an entrepreneur. Come on, that's I, the first I wrote it step. down. Talk, man. That's, that's, that's what you're doing. Sure. And so you know that's 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 God's work. Come like, on. And you know that's what you're supposed to be doing here. But it's gonna make up yeah. somewhere else. Absolutely. It, right. It's gonna that's it's right. gonna make up. Mama gotta eat somewhere else. Kids right. gotta eat. Lights gotta stay on. Lights gotta stay on. We we started talking about this, man. Why they want that date night? They want that date night. They want cheese on it, bro. That's right. They want cheese on it. Extra super Right. Super size, right. right? No, don't don't don't, don't glass of wine. Me, I want Come the on. bottle. I want the bottle. Yeah, my wife got these sweet bags and all that. She she all 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 the, all the, all the uh, eccentric stuff. You know what I'm saying? She going for I the. Found oh. this, I found this over yeah, here, yeah, D. So yeah, yeah. Let's. Go. You gotta be prepared with that, though. Man, I told y'all, Kwame Simmons Senior. I'm telling y'all, That's he's big. an educator extraordinaire. He is absolutely amazing, man. He has a very uh variation of topics he can speak on. I just want to wrap us up with this last topic because I think it's something that speaks to the time now that we have been dealing with in our schools and the mental state and health of our students from a lot of these threats that they're up under. Um, not just simply uh, threats from students, but, you know, <clears throat> possible bomb threats and shootings and, yeah. you know, having, because that that's something that weighs on not just the student's mindset, that weighs on the parent's mindsets, right? right. So if you have uh, kids at school, whether it's K, you know what I'm saying, kindergarten or 12th grade, that's something that goes on your mind because it has seemed like it's become more prevalent, prevalent yeah. nowadays. And as unfortunate as it is, we have to understand that it's part of the reality now, right? You start teaching kids how to self-preserve themselves under you know yes. gun threats and things like that um it tends to weigh on the mental uh of the students and i can only imagine to what extent because i can understand from a parent standpoint right, right? but what is it that you're saying or that you think we can do or what do you think about these threats that the schools have been under um mm -hmm. and we even have a situation where, where teachers are being crazy enough to to put threats out and right. Being found out, I mean, it's just really putting things in a very uh, crazy type of situation and the mindset of the students. What, what do you say to that? So That's I big. appreciate you uh, bringing this up, D. So when you think about the way we grew up in Detroit in the 80s and 90s, you know, the city was so densely populated, more than a million uh, people in the city. And one of the first things you learned as you started venturing out, venturing out outside of your neighborhood was how to stay safe in somebody else's neighborhood. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so what you learned was to be humble and to show respect. Sure. Right? And so my the first thing that brought me to different neighborhoods was hooping. Yeah. Right? Playing yeah. basketball and, other, and nothing strikes beef more than competition. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You go and blow somebody out. You dunked on somebody. Yeah. Something like that. And you get, to bragging, you get to yeah. bragging too hard about that, bro. Yes. Watch it. Yes. Don't do that. Yes. Don't do that. You know yes. what I'm saying? Come on. So, but what we learned, though, was relationship building right back to that. being humble you know showing respect to others and so what i think is missing in schools is that the relationship is priority number one right when you think about the oxford shooting you think about parkland you even think about 
but going as far back as the most well-known was Columbine yeah. back in the 90s. Yeah. That, you know, the first response is people want to put more security in schools. The Oxford shooting here in Michigan, what they want to do is get clear backpacks. Those are all band-aids to a bullet wound. Yes, right, sir. Right. That's not going to fix your situation. Never. I said, you know what I haven't heard anybody say is that Ethan Crumbly was my best friend. And I, I didn't even see it coming. Nobody has gotten on social media. Nobody's gotten in front of a television camera yet. Not a student, not a teacher, not an administrator and said, Ethan was one of my favorite students. So that then says to me as an experienced educator, Ethan's, <laughs> Ethan's been able to walk the halls of this school for how many days he's been in there All this time. And, and be invisible. And so, and so think about when you've had to go wow. to a place for the very first time and you walk in and nobody says anything to you. Yes, that's right. Right. You sit inside this place and nobody's talking. You feel a you know, sense of anxiety, yeah. you know, a sense of tense. And you like, how long am I going to deal with this before I just bounce? Right. That's right. But to be a 14 year old, like I think back, I'm like, man, I got like I was starting to like girls. It's just right. I want a girlfriend. Right. And so if nobody's saying anything to you, bro. Like you just there every single day getting rejected no every day. Like we talked about one meeting like that, but a kid is in school 180 days. He'd been in school as a 10th grader all of these days. Nobody said anything. Nobody stepped in. And so uh -huh. I'm like, where's the relationship with the teacher? Where's the relationship with the counselor? Where's the relationship with kids? What, are, what is the school doing to make sure that there's bonding and that's friends right. and mentors, upper, upper grades and lower grades yes. to support the kids. And so that's where I feel like um, it's really missing because your highest performing schools have tradition. Yeah. Right? It's a brotherhood, a sisterhood. When you think about that's Detroit, right. right? You know, you know, Cass has the biggest like yeah. name, notoriety yeah. in the city. Like, yes. all, but when you ask somebody what school they went to in Detroit, bruh, Look at T. Kettering, baby. K.E. in right. the building, y'all. Ain't nobody asking about, about the college you went yeah. to. They want to know yeah. what high school That's you right. went to, bro. Right. right? So That's I'm like right. northern. And so people start calculating. Oh, you off the north end? You off the north end? Okay. Oh, you give me. Oh, you deep east, right. boy. Exactly. Deep east. Exactly. Right. right. And, they, and, and they just start connecting with you from there. But that's relationship building. That's right. People start, sure. start adding things up. And so that's what I think is the number one thing that's missing, D, is people are missing the importance of prioritizing relationship building that's with huge. kids. Pour into my kids. I tell people with mine, don't break the spirit of my kids. Yeah. Right? You, you're going to have a massive problem with I mean, me if you do that. And so what, what does that mean? It means talk to my kids with respect. It's not your kid. That's right. That's right. Right. I don't mind you getting on them and pushing them, but don't push him over and don't break him. Don't break his spirit. Right. Because I got to live with that for the rest of my life. That's right. Right. You just dealing with a class period. That's, that's right. 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 Maybe a semester. Right. And that's the reason why we got, you know, a brother over here with one and a half. You with one. It's like we playing a bad hand of spades with the number of teachers that y'all said impacted you your whole life. Right. Because the inability to build relationships and really care for our black boys. It's the number one reason that schools are failing today. Wow, man, that's, that's, huge. that's man. I'm telling you, that's, man, we, that's huge. Kwame, we're gonna have to get you back you on this show. Man. Two, I'm man. telling you, part, man. I told you from the beginning, part two. This is an amazing conversation. I'm telling you, it's so many different ways to become an entrepreneur in this world, and there are different avenues. If you use um, the brand that God gave you to come up with sure. innovative ways to find things um, that need aids and assistance, you can, you, you can parlay into a, an entrepreneurship, even yes. in education. I'm sure I'm telling you, because we, we, he ain't even got into it for real, man. He has a business called mm -hmm. the Simmons advantage where he goes all across 
the United States helping to fix schools that other people don't even want to look at, that they don't want to touch. They overlook them. That they don't feel like it's worth uh, working on. And he finds, you know, that 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 desire to do it because he know if you just build relationships, if you if you get into their problems with them and help them to see that there's other ways and other things that you can do, that you can really lift up not just uh, a few students but a generation of students. Yes, sir. Yes. We can change this this narrative that has been put out yes. about our black and brown brothers, man. We 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 appreciate you, Kwame. Yes, sir. For coming on, man. Always, it's always man. Great, my guy. Always barbershop come in all the time, every week, and we just sit there and we just chop it up and we have good dialogue like this. I mean, we go into some of everything from yes, uh sports, politics. you know, politics. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. talk about everything, and it's great to have Family. good brothers like this. Yeah. And to have you as our first guest on the show, man, it's an honor oh, and a man. privilege for real, man. I appreciate it. it. Don't bro. take it for no granted, doubt, man. man. Sure. So as we get ready to wrap this up, we want to make sure that you all go on to YouTube and follow, subscribe, like, share. We need y'all to go on there and smash that button. Push the buttons. Push the buttons on Deeper Than a Cut podcast on YouTube. You can follow us on uh, Instagram. D-Tech. Uh, D-Tech podcast. We want you to go on to um, our, our website, deeperthanthecut.com. Yes, we also sir. have our Facebook page, Deeper yeah. Than The Cut. Y'all, it's Deeper Than The Cut everything. Everything. So we need y'all to go in and do what needs to be done. And Kwame, um, we just want to open up the opportunity, man, for you to give any places that, you know, your social media tags or your... or, or your. Um, how can they find you? How can they, how can they look you up? Absolutely. Uh, I think the first place, and I appreciate it, D&T, for the uh, invite, but the first place is... Uh, uh, www.simmonsadvantage.com. And so the Simmons Advantage is, uh, is a business where we provide organizational change. So any large scale issues that a school district may have, we come in and help them to uh, implement those changes, leadership development. So, you know, we talked earlier about relationship building. We, so we work with uh, teachers all the way through superintendents on uh, how are they prioritizing the people that they serve, yeah. right? Do they realize that they are there to do servants right to yes. those to those kids right um and then last is near and dear to me is workforce development for people with disabilities and so it's creating opportunities for people with disabilities to get competitive uh job opportunities uh in michigan so that um so that is a part of our workforce that and in, in inside our schools that just doesn't get the right attention and so right. that's something that's near that's and dear good. to me yes sir uh, that we uh that we support. And so uh, uh, Kwame Simmons educates uh, on Instagram, Kwame Simmons one on Twitter, and then uh, Kwame Simmons on uh, Facebook. That's big. That's awesome. I need y'all yes. to go and look him up. I'm telling you, you will not Profound, be disappointed. Man. You will get the advantage that Simmons brings to your yeah. business. Hence the word Simmons advantage. We are prepared and ready for him to do greater and bigger things than we've already seen. And yes, we want you guys to make sure that you go on again. Don't, 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 don't Share, not go man. on. Get Share. on there. Share. Deeper than the cut.com. We have all of the platforms on there uh, that you can go and subscribe to Spotify, Apple music. We are prepared to uh, come to you from every stream that is possible. So go on. Don't forget to like, share, smash that subscribe button. And be a part of this podcast. Don't be selfish and hold this information to yourself because you might be hurting, but you're not helpless. But you're not helpless. It's sir. deeper than the cut, it's baby. The cut. We're going to yes, go to sir. our sponsorship now. Ooh. 
What's up, family? It's Money Mike from the amazing podcast, God Made Dirt. We're down to our last two episodes of season two. That's right. Last two of two. So, you know what that means. The closer to the end we get, the juicier the topics go. So, if you didn't see this past week, we talked about tithing offering. Is it gambling? Is it not? You know, so go back and check that episode out. But this upcoming week, check this out. Here's one of the questions we're going to ask. Why don't anybody blame Eve? Why they only blame Adam? I know. Yeah. Tune in. God Made Dirt Podcast. Merlot Shades. Ambassador Studios. First Lady BK. My boy Marcel. Cold Breaker Tarmel. Your boy Money Mike. Let's have fun, guys. Chinese diets on peas and rice, righteous. You see my sight whenever.